0: Hi there, Rabbi. How you doing today?
1: I'm good, Joe. What's new and exciting?
0: I heard a great sermon the other day uh, by a rabbi that I'm fond of. Uh, oh, wait, it was you. Your sermons are always great, but this one had everybody in the audience. I noticed in the in the sanctuary nodding their head. Yes. Sir and in agreement with almost everything you said. So I think we need to share that with the world. And can you explain the topic? Well,
1: the what generated the topic was, what got me started was overhearing a series of conversations. And as you know, this elevator etiquette and elevators are bizarre places. So you never know. Can I listen to somebody else? Should I try not to listen to somebody else? And when people are very animated and arguing and rather loud, it's hard not to actually listen, especially if it sounds like something interesting. So I started listening to people on the elevator and then people in the lobby in my building. And I'm hearing people arguing with a resolve that was really unreal. They were arguing about what is the best recipe for Kugel or what is the best movie or what actor, actress. The subjects weren't deep involved subjects, but this is what made it fascinating, Joe. People were arguing as if they had the answer, they were right and there was no possibility that anything else could be true, except what they were saying.
0: Well, isn't that the definition of self-confidence, though? If you really believe in something, then you argue the point, you defend it.
1: If you're self-confident, you know there's a possibility you might be wrong. And I think that's what's missing in a lot of these conversations. I don't think it's self-confidence. I think it's arrogance. I think it's hubris. I think it's the inability to see that You might be wrong. And the other person may have something valid to say. I think self-confidence is the ability to weigh, to listen to someone else, to be confident in what you're saying and not say things that can't be proven or they're ridiculous or they're just lies. And we hear a lot of that lately. And I think we mistake lying for self-confidence. Then the other thing that's fascinating is the voice goes up. And that's another key for me that the person is making stuff up. The stronger the voice, the louder the voice, the more they try to dominate. That's not self-confidence. That's just the opposite. They know they have a weak argument. And they think that by turning up the volume, it'll make up for the fact that they know that "Hmm, there's some question.
0: And that's what happens in protests. When two sides start debating in public, the shouting just gets louder and louder. Nobody wants to listen to the other person's point of view. And I think that's what captured the imagination of the congregation the other night, because everybody agreed that they've seen fights, they've seen arguments, and no one is leaving open the possibility that the other person might be right and they might be wrong.
1: And this really comes out of a discussion in the Talmud, Joe, where one of the discussions, one of the statements is where they look at each other and say, we both might be wrong. So I started looking at all the different news stations, whether it was Fox, CNN, MSNB. I didn't restrict myself to anything. They were financial channels, all the channels. And one of the things that was very consistent Is the individual on was loud, talking fast, was yelling, and it didn't leave any room that what they're saying either could be partially right, could be completely wrong, was completely right. And again, I think that's the hallmark of a lack of confidence is you're substituting your voice and your tone for the the nature of your argument and you're not being logical. You know, and then I watched interviews on all the same stations. And again, always putting the other person down. And then the other, the interviewer, the interviewee, they would then both use the same tactic, attacking each other, attacking statements, saying things louder and faster, louder and faster, never leaving the possibility they both could be right, they both could be wrong, one could be, it wasn't a discussion. And I think maybe that's become our new entertainment, is watching people yell at each other is a source of entertainment.
0: And news used to be long and complex, and hour-long news shows included intelligent guests and debates and discussions about topics. Now the news is shorter and shorter if it exists at all, and most of the elements of it Uh, are man bites dog as opposed to what is the correct manner in which to debate or solve the national debt.
1: Maybe what we're talking about, we've lost the civility, we've lost the ability to have discussions as a source of entertainment. Now it has to be exaggerated. And that just leads to what we see on the news and what we see in the movies and entertainment.
0: Well, I know one thing for a fact, Rabbi, I know I always find our conversations enlightening, stimulating, and dare I say it, entertaining. Thank you so much, as always.
1: You're very welcome. And I remember having a discussion with you after services Friday night, and I respect your opinions on that discussion, Joe, but I really want you to know that I would have loved to agree with you, but then we both would have been wrong.